Well, it is the most wonderful time of the year, and this month on Nostalgia Crew, we're going to talk about Christmas. Hello. Woo. Yes. Woohoo. <laughs> um, we're actually doing this on a Wednesday um, because, well, we're both busy real soon. So, <laughs> uh, it's me and Dan Bill and Danielle. Hello. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I'm I'm prepared for this show. I actually have zebra cakes. I know they're not, you know, Christmassy, but I'm a little bit on the run, so. Um, but no, th this month, um, we're gonna talk about Christmas, like our you know stories that we have. Um, there really there really isn't a lot of news to really talk about. Un un unless I'm forgetting something, but... I feel like we are, but I can't think of one. May may maybe... Oh, you know what? Actually, right. actually, I do have something. Um, a little bit later on, um, I, I, I have a bit of a spoiler for the upcoming Star Wars movie. Because you know how... You know how... lose listeners. Now, I don't know. I, I don't know, because I think... I, I think people will like the the spoiler that they're gonna hear. Yeah, you know. Um, so who who knows? Maybe maybe you guys will like it. Maybe maybe you won't. R remains to be seen. Yeah. Um. Okay. So why don't we start off with our, and this is actually the first, um, this is the first time that we are doing this, um, uh, our top five, or actually, no, you know what, hold on, before, out of hell with it, Danielle, you know what, I'm in a good mood, Okay. so I'm gonna spoil right now, for the whole world, the Star Wars, the new Star Wars movie, and I and I have a clip with me. You see, because for those who don't know, George Lucas is my homeboy, and we had a talk the other day. Uh, I I got to go on his ranch, and I asked him, uh, "Hey, GL, that's what that's what I call him. I don't call him George. I call him GL. Do you mind if I?" Uh, share a clip of the Star Wars movie. And he says, Bill, that's absolutely fine. So, millions of people are waiting to see the new Star Wars movie. Well, I have the spoiler right here. So, here it is, the spoiler to the new Star Wars movie. See, Darth Vader is Luke's father. And the funny thing was, I was going to post that on my Facebook <laughs> for third throwback Thursday as <laughs> a cautionary reminder. Yes. <laughs> but yes, don't be like Homer, kids. Yes, don't be like Homer. Don't be like Homer. Don't be like Homer. All right. So anyway, now we'll get into this new 
uh, segment. We're not going to do this all the time. This is going to be every once in a while. And this is... I'm, I'm calling it not a rip-off, but sort of as a tribute, I think, to That Metal Show. And for those who don't watch That Metal Show, uh, they do like a top five list of certain categories. Um, so I thought, why don't we do, you know, one to start off um, and, and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, I I couldn't find anybody to join us. They were too naughty to be with us. Aww. I know. Isn't that terrible? Um, but I do think we have a very... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. All right. But I think we have a very interesting list here. Um, I have not revealed mine to Danielle. Danielle has not revealed hers to me. What we're going to do is we're going to take the the ones that have the multiple the ones that are on multiple lists. Those are like going to be automatically in the final top 5. And then the remainder the remaining ones we're going to, you know, debate, not argue, debate politely, unlike the Democrats and the Republicans, um, what should go in the the ultimate top five. So, let me turn our board. Okay. So, like I said last month, I had the top two in my mind. It was the other three I couldn't figure out. And there are so many good ones, Danielle. I know. I, I've changed my list. You, you've changed your list a lot of times? At least twice in the past hour. Okay. Yeah, at least twice in the past hour. And, and I mean, there are good ones that I left off. And I feel real bad about. Um, number five, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Uh, with Mickey Rooney as Santa Claus and Fred Astaire as the narrator of the movie. Or of the special. I like this. Um, because there are a couple of good songs on there. And there's one, like, really creepy one. If you think about when you watch the show. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe you guys get it. Maybe you don't. Um, but that was my number five. It was really close. There were a lot of others that I could have put up there for number five. Um, number four... Mickey's Christmas Carol, or yeah, Mickey's Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Um, that's act. That's my favorite version of a Christmas Carol. It's also my dad's favorite version of a Christmas Carol. Um, I, I, I think I've watched that at least a hundred times in my life, and it, it's very, very good. I really enjoy it. Number three, a Charlie Brown Christmas. It's an all-time classic. Um, if you and, and and this is a topic that I'm going to bring up a little bit later. If you don't like it, I think there may be something wrong with you, but <laughs> that's okay. Um, number two, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Again, that's another all-time classic um, with Burl Ives as the narrator. It, it's just a great story, and the animation is so different. Even, you know, 50 years later, it's still very good. And... My number one all-time 
favorite Christmas special, The King, The Undisputed Champion, Frosty the Snowman. I have a Frosty the Snowman t-shirt that I will probably wear on the last day of work before winter break. Wow. <sighs> no Olaf. <laughs> nope. Screw Olaf. Frosty <laughs> kicks ass. I'm kidding. No, I know. <laughs> okay. Well, that is quite um, a list. I'm now wondering if I should change mine. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, my first pick actually just came out. <laughs> so it might. So it's not really nostalgic per se, but it is a throwback. Mm -hmm. It's a very Murray Christmas. If you get a chance, it's on Netflix. Watch it. Seriously. Okay. It's Bill Murray. It's, it, I I didn't even know about this till I saw a trailer for it, and I was like, oh my god, it's like the Christmas special I didn't know I needed. <laughs> it's Bill Murray. It's got a lot of celebrities. It, um... Michael Cera, Amy Poehler, George Clooney, Miley Cyrus, a whole bunch of them. And it's a very, very interesting special. And the funny thing is, my favorite song, the whole thing, isn't even a Christmas song. So wow. there you go. Interesting. Um, number four is more of an... It's weird. It's a special, but it's also an episode. Mm -hmm. And that is... Um, Simpsons Roasting on Open Fire. Oh, the very first episode. The very first episode Ooh, of Simpsons. Ooh, I forgot that one. Yeah. Um, growing up, I had the book, the, um, book adaptation of it with, um, but, and that's also how I learned Jingle Bells, Batman and Smells. <laughs> was from that as a child. I was five years old. So that was, um, and it's really funny because. It was just a Christmas special when it first aired. Mm -hmm. Like, the show hadn't even started yet. That was... And now look at it. Amazing. <laughs> um, number three, like Bill, was the Charlie Brown Christmas. <laughs> um, like you said, classic. Um, my top two picks were more based on my childhood and not so much in terms of merit and whatnot. Well, I mean, mine, sorry to interrupt. I mean, mine yeah. was also on childhood as well. Yes. So, um, mine was, um, number two was Christmas Eve on Sesame Street. Oh, that's such a good one. I, it, that was, yeah. that was hard for me to leave off the list. It really... It, it, it was interesting for me because I was born in 1985. The special's from 1978. So it was like a different version of Sesame Street than I grew up with. So it was kind of weird, mm -hmm. like, seeing people I've never heard of and seeing characters I've never seen. And, but it's a very, um, very little warm and fuzzy special. And if you ever get a chance, we had the tape growing up, um, watch it. And that's how I learned that Mr. Hooper was a real person because he died before I was born, so I didn't know he was a real person. Now, now, real quick, before you get to your number one, yeah. did you oh, did you oh, did uh -huh. you also learn Feliz Navidad from watching this? Oh, of course, yeah. I did too. Okay, yeah. just wanted just wanted to double check. Hey, that, that, <laughs> I, I remember like there's a scene where they're like um, ice skating and they're singing it. I remember I had a pair of roller skates. I was roller skating around the living room. 
kind of. Yeah. Yeah, that was all right. Um, and number one is I think it's a highly underrated special. And if it wasn't for my father videotaping this off the TV when we were kids, I probably would have never known it existed. Mm-hmm. And that is from all of us to all of you. It's a Disney Christmas special. It was originally done in 1958, but throughout the years, um, it would air on um, wonderful Disney Earth. And um, throughout the um, 60s into the 70s, what they would do is they would update it with a preview of Disney's upcoming film. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would show a preview. And um, so the one we had growing up was from 1966 because it had a preview of the Jungle Book on it. Oh, my Lord. So. Now, this was, now, with that special, that was like a compilation with cartoons. Is that correct? Yeah, okay. it was a compilation with cartoons, and um, they would present them like Christmas cards. And it was hosted by Jiminy Cricket. Yes. Okay, I remember that now. Yeah. So, it started in 1958, and I got really confused thinking, because the only version I knew was the one we had, which had the Jungle Book on it. Right. The Jungle Book thing hadn't come out yet. Right. So I was confused, thinking that was from the 60s, but it's actually from 1950s, and they updated it. And the sad thing is, the updated versions got rid of the introduction with Walt Disney, mm-hmm. and they had made him small, the same size as Jimmy Cricket, because to show them that Christmas is bigger than all of them. And I'm kind of sad that I didn't get to see that part. Mm. They cut that part off. But anyways, I we grew up watching that special because my dad taped it. And um, we watched it all the time when we were little. So it kind of has like a sort of place. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, why don't we check out other there are two other lists here that we're gonna that we are going to use for this uh the first one is from brian and he put out his top five uh number five is scrooge from 1970 oh so not i've never seen that version i've think i might have when i was in school but i don't remember i've only seen the bill murray version yeah and that's a good one that's a good one Mm -hmm. um Number four, Mickey's Christmas Carol. Yep. So that so we got multiple votes there. Number three, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I'm I'm thinking he means the cartoon, not the live action movie, which we're not gonna get into. Um, <laughs> number two, A Muppet's Christmas Carol. Again, another good one. Well, see, I didn't pick that because that's technically a movie, not a special. Right, but so, I mean it does. I, you know, Right. I mean, I, 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 I agree. I mean, it does air as a movie, but it is, if you think about it, it is somewhat... Well, I mean, when it came out, it was in the... Movies. Yeah. Right. But anyways, it's a good, it's a good, it's good, though. I highly recommend you watch it. That's probably the best adaptation you'll see. And it's the first movie without Jim Henson. So, so it was it, a tough... Right. Yeah. And Michael Caine is Ebenezer Scrooge, so... Yeah. And his number one is A Charlie Brown Christmas. Hmm. And our other one, um, our newest member of our group, um, some of you may know him from Smart Wrestling Fan, uh, Ziggity Z. Uh, he put in his top five. Uh, number five, Christmas Eve on Sesame Street. 
So he had that. See, there, like I said, and, and we'll get through, you know, the ones that we didn't put on in, in a little bit. So many good ones that we left off. Um, number four, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So that's another one. Number yeah. number three, A Christmas Story. That's gets played every Christmas, the 24-hour marathon. Um, number two, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And his number one is a Charlie Brown Christmas. Mm. All right. So now what we're going to do is we're going to take the the multiples. So we all had Charlie Brown on our list. So Charlie Brown's going to get put up on the final board. Um, let's see. We had a multiple of Mickey's Christmas Carol. So we'll put that in. Um, we had a multiple of Christmas Eve on Sesame Street, so that'll get put up. Uh, let's see. We had a multiple of Rudolph, so Rudolph's gonna get put up. And we had a multiple of the Grinch. Alright, so we have our, we have the five. So now we got to put them in an order, you and me, Danielle. Okay. So th this is where it comes becomes a little bit tricky. What what order? You know, <sighs> which one are we gonna put in each spot? Um. To be fair, I have no problem with Charlie Brown being a number one. I mean, we each had it in our list. Yeah, I. Yeah, I mean, it personally isn't my favorite of all time, but I certainly do think it should be regarded. Yeah. And I know that if I have children and it's still on television, oh yeah, we're watching. Yeah, so I, I think that's the only fair thing to put that one at number yeah. one. <laughs> um, mm, now the rest. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Um, oh man, I mean, I was so tempted, I really was putting the Sesame Street one in my top five, I, I really was, I, oh. And the funny thing is, there's another one, but I haven't seen it, because otherwise that probably would have been up there too. Are you thinking of the Elmo one? No. In 1978, Sesame Street aired another one that had Michael Jackson in it. I have never seen that one. I know. I, I, I heard of it, and I can't find it anywhere. So, someone get online. Yeah, please find that and, and post it on our. There's like a clip somewhere, but um, yeah. Oh my gosh, this is this this is this is where it gets difficult here. Yeah. Um. Oh. Jeez. Oh, okay. I found a clip of it. I'm going to post it in the group. Okay, so, so this will be up after recording by now. So, right. Um. Wow. Um. See, I could also make a case for Rudolph too, though, because if it wasn't for Rudolph, there probably would not have been, you know, like. A Charlie Brown Christmas or any of these. Oh, I I I just don't know. Um, yeah, and see the thing is, 
a lot of the claymation ones, because that's what I was going to do. I was going to pick one of them, but I always kind of group them together because mm-hmm. like, they're just sort of in the same vein. This would be much easier if it were ones I couldn't stand. <laughs> you know, because I, I can that, tell you right off the bat. That could be next year, maybe. <laughs> right. I, I, there's one that I really was highly disappointed in that I couldn't oh, about. Oh my gosh, there's oh um you could also make a good case for Grinch being number two as well. You could. Yeah, you could. Um actually hold on, let me click on this and make sure this is the right one. <laughs> um, oh, oh darn it. Stupid ad. <laughs> Damn you, ad! Damn you all to hell! At least it's an ad I haven't seen before. There's this one that I keep seeing, like, all the time. Um. Alright. Okay, I'm willing... Since we talked about Sesame Street a lot in this art, or in this one, I'm willing to put it at number two. Because... We have the DVD and we watch it every year, and my nephews have watched it. Yeah. So I'm I'm willing to put it at number two if you're fine with it. Okay. All right. Um. All right. Now we're down to Mickey, Rudolph, and the Grinch. Who would you have at three? I'm going to just say Mickey, but that's a personal choice. So it has nothing to do with, because I, I grew up with that one too, was Mickey. Oh. In fact, that was the earliest version of A Christmas Carol I remember seeing. Yeah, that's the first one that I remember. Yeah. It, we had that one and we had the Jetsons, and those were the two. I almost said the Jetsons, but I was like, I, I, I don't, all right. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Alright, how about Rudolph at three, Mickey four, and the Grinch five? Okay. And then we'll call it? Yeah, that's fine. Alright. So let me finish this. Because the Grinch, I, I'm going to get a lot of hate. <laughs> Go ahead. The Grinch is good. I, I totally get it. But see, the Grinch is really no different than somebody just reading a story of the You know, mm-hmm. like there's nothing really all that you you could get the same experience just reading the book to somebody. Because all it is is just him reading the story and it's animated. That's right. All it really is. I could see your point. Yeah. I mean, it, it's good, though. And if it was on, I would watch it. Um, I actually recited it when I was in middle school. Wow. Oh. Yes, I did. All right. Well, we're going to call it, and we have our official top five Christmas specials of all time. Uh, number five, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Number four, Mickey's Christmas Carols. Three, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Two, Christmas Eve on Sesame Street. And the number one all-time Christmas special, 
A Charlie Brown Christmas. And if you disagree with our list, well, go go buy the 12 Days of Christmas. All the items. That would be interesting. And of course, we'll post this list in our Facebook group, and you guys can discuss if you agree ultimately with this top five list. Um. Okay. There, there were a couple that were. I mean, like I did not put on that. I felt bad. I mean, obvious. Obviously, the Christmas Eve on Sesame Street was one. One that I had a hard time. And I, like, recently discovered this last year, um, Cricket on the Hearth, mm -hmm. which is a very good, like, cartoon special. It, it doesn't air any a lot anymore. Like, you have to really find it, you know, on TV. And if you can't find it, you got to get it on a DVD. Mm -hmm. um, like, the first time I ever, like, the first time I ever saw it was last year at work. Like, I'd never seen it, I'd never heard of it, and it's so good. That was another one that, I mean, I, I would have loved to have put on this list, but I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, there are just so many good ones, you know, five yeah. is so hard. That, that was the thing, like, in the end, it came down to, like, nostalgia, because I... South Park almost got on the Yes! Track. Yes! Oh, my God. The very first one. Yes! Mr. Hanky. Uh, and oh, my mom likes that episode, too. And a very cold beer Christmas almost got on there. If um, Stephen Colbert did a Christmas special. Oh, yeah, I do. Okay. Crazy. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, and I almost put that on there, too. So. Oh, there's so I mean, there are so many... And then there was one that I loved as a teenager that the Osbournes did, but I knew people would be like... I, I don't even remember, remember that. I posted a clip of it on my Facebook, but they this was back when the Osbournes were like, had like the highest rated show on MTV. Right. And they did a Christmas special, and it was actually pretty interesting. And Ozzy sang Winter Wonderland with Jessica Simpson, and it was... Oh, my. I, it actually doesn't sound that bad. I... <laughs> I didn't think it did. Right. But yeah, but yeah, there, there's a lot. Like, I had to actually go to a list on Wikipedia of Christmas specials, and that that wasn't even complete. Just to think, like, what is it that I've seen? What is it that I remember? Oh, I just thought of another one. I can't believe this slipped my mind. What? The Alvin and the Chipmunks Christmas special, where they're in New York. Do you remember this one? I think so. They're in New York, and they have a fan. He's a little boy, and he's sick. And oh, yeah. Oh, that's such a heart-wrenching one, but it's so good. Wasn't the one where they met their mother a Christmas special, too? No. That wasn't a Christmas that special. That wasn't a Christmas special. It just aired on Christmas one year. It did. <laughs> and you know it's Christmas, when one of the songs they sing in that special is the Cars Shake It Up. Well, I mean, it was part of the time. What do you want? <laughs> well, but, yeah, no, I mean, but there's so many good ones. There are. Um, 
Cartoon Network used to air them for like 24 hours straight, like all Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I don't even think they, I think they barely scratched the surface, too. I think Christmas Eve is like when they show it nowadays. And this list would have been even worse if we were doing Christmas episodes of TV shows, because then we, I would have had to do 10. <laughs> there well, were just well then I would have had to cut you off on 6 through 10 yeah like in fact I'm going to be at work tomorrow's my last day at work before going um before Christmas and I'm going to be like listening to Netflix and like all the Christmas episodes <laughs> oh man yeah so that'll fill an 8 hour work day I'm sure <laughs> um okay now it's a, it's actually an interesting thing that we all had Charlie Brown on our list. I, I think that's very interesting. Mm -hmm. A couple weeks ago, and I posted this in our Facebook group, and I watched the whole thing, and I thought this was a really well-done video by the Nostalgia Critic. And there are people, you know, on our in our group who don't like the Nostalgia Critic, which I understand, you know, but I find him very entertaining, and I watch him a lot. Mm -hmm. And, of course, this year is the 50th anniversary of the special. And, and I'll get into, the, like, the, the documentary special that they put out the, the last time we recorded, because mm -hmm. I just watched that recently. But... Nostalgia Critic asked a very good question. Is a Charlie Brown Christmas overrated? Hmm. I can see from some people the perspective of, yes, it is overrated. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes it is a little slow. Sometimes, you know... Yeah. But, and, and this is, I think, Nostalgia Critic's point, you know, if you really look at the marvel of just the cartoon itself, like, the way it's drawn, the way it's presented, the, the music, you know, it's really not overrated, I don't think. No. I totally think it is up there as one of the all-time classic specials and he even mentioned in the video that when they showed this special to the studios the people at the studios were like oh this is terrible this is not good they did not like this so they were like okay we'll just put it on and you know that'll be that but in the in in the special they mentioned that 45% of households in the United States 50 years ago when this aired for the very first time watched this special uh-huh and i think that's a big thing and that's what led to you know the popularity of the special and basically the popularity of the cartoons because after that, they've, you know, they had special after special, and, you know, they've been on ever since. And see, there's another point, is that when I was growing up, I wasn't under the impression that they had made so many. Like, because 
all I remember seeing was the Charlie Brown Christmas. Um, it's the Easter Beagle, um, Scrape Pumpkin, and um, the Thanksgiving one. Mm-hmm. And um, the movie Snoopy Come Home. That's all I knew. So I wasn't aware, and I thought that that was all they had ever made. I wasn't aware that there were so many specials, like in the 80s especially, right. that they had made. And nowadays they air the original special and they'll air a newly animated one. And I thought that they had just started doing other ones. And what really happened was there were so many. And I feel like they get overshadowed a lot. I had no idea mm-hmm. that they did like Although, to be fair, though, I think you'd have a hard time getting the kids of today to understand Flash Beagle. Yeah, and I like that special. That's one of my favorite Charlie Brown specials, is that one. (laughs) Um, And I didn't realize this until a couple years ago. Fergie was the voice of Mm -hmm. Sally in some of those specials. I did not realize that. In... um, they just did the 50th anniversary special on television, which I kind of have mixed feelings about. Yeah, and no, I want to get into that in a moment. Yeah, but one of their big, um, more interesting parts was they actually had Fergie on there to discuss her time playing Sally Brown, mm-hmm. which I thought was really gracious of her because a lot of people are like, oh, I was a child star. I want to put that behind me. Right. But she came on here and said, yeah, I did the voice of Sally Brown. And she showed um, a little autograph book from when she was a kid, and she had Charles Schultz's autograph. And so I thought that was very interesting. And then they played clips she actually sang in the specials when she was a kid. But you have to hear real carefully, Yeah. you know, where she sings it. And then, and then also, you know, in, in the news recently, not for good reason, the original voice of Charlie Brown is going to jail. I don't remember what it was exactly. Um, but he's behind bars. Um, okay, but yeah, let, let's talk about the special. Because I did, I finally got to it this week. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. Mixed bag of feelings. Because I initially thought, all I thought it was, was just, hey, we're going to talk about the history of the Charlie Brown Christmas, and then we're going to talk to some celebrities who are going to discuss growing up, how it impact, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. watch it. That's all I thought it was, and, yeah. <laughs> I, I think a lot of us did, and then it was like, oh, here to sing this song is famous pianist David Benoit, and, and like... <laughs> I didn't need the musicals. I didn't either. And I didn't need the little animated wraparounds of, like, them all, of all the people from Peanuts sitting in the audience, little Peanuts characters sitting in the audience and applauding, like, pentatonic. Really? I I, I, I thought that was all right. Yeah. I I mean, like, but, like, no, I didn't need, I, I didn't need that. I didn't need Kristen Chenoweth. I didn't need boys to men singing Joe Cool. I didn't. I didn't need the president and the first lady to congratulate Charlie Brown on 50 years. Like I, mean, I, was, I thought that part was cute, but the rest of it... I was, like, skipping, like, I yeah. skipped through that, but I did watch, like, you know, like, 
the stories and like some of the spots and yeah i mean I look go ahead I think, yeah, it would have just been much better if they had, like, celebrity recollections more so than them. And it was, like, with the like with the San Francisco Giants, it's like, Hey, Charlie Brown, we heard that you're having trouble pitching on the mound. Why don't you come over to our park and we'll teach you how to pitch. Happy anniversary, Charlie Brown. Or, or with the football. Hey, Charlie Brown, I heard you're having trouble kicking the ball. Why don't you come to practice one time and we'll teach you how to kick the bull. Yeah. Happy anniversary, Charlie Brown. Uh, yeah, I kind of... <laughs> but, like I said, there were some good parts. I, I liked... They did discuss the making of it. Yes. And they did have talked, you know, some of the original animators and they had, you know, pictures of some of the drawings and they had footage of a special... Uh, about Charles Schultz that never, never aired, aired. On television. Yeah, I didn't know that it never aired. So I thought that was interesting. So, they, yeah, I think if they had to cut out all the, the songs and just put it as half an hour, it probably would have been okay. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, and, and I am a fan of Charlie Brown. I really am. I mean, I get called Charlie Brown time to time <laughs> by my family. Um... I wish they had gone at it a different way. Yeah. Um, but that's just me. Mm -hmm. But the one thing I did like about it, and I, I guess I wasn't thinking of it like I was hoping for it, but I'm glad that they did it, is the fact that they showed other clips of other specials right. that they did. Because, and, and, this, and it's the honest truth, if... This, if this one had not succeeded, we wouldn't have the Great Pumpkin. We wouldn't have the Thanksgiving. We wouldn't have the Easter Beagle. We wouldn't have the Valentine's Day. We wouldn't have New Year's. We, you know, And we certainly wouldn't have had the movie that just came out last Exactly. Week. We wouldn't have had the movie. So, you know, it's a big part of American culture. Not just Christmas, but a big part of American culture. Yep. Because, so. yeah, because think about it. It would just be, if these specials weren't on television, Peanuts would be just basically another Sunday morning, not trying to say that Sunday morning cartoon strips aren't, um, mm -hmm. aren't relevant, because I, you know, I know people who still read, but it wouldn't be like the sort of big um, pop cultural thing that it is now if this hadn't succeeded. Plus, another thing, and they mentioned this, a lot and it's very true you know and i think we take it for granted the scene when linus does mention the true meaning of christmas and they go into the bible you know like as a kid i know for me i didn't think of it as like oh they went into the bible it, i thought it was just linus telling us what you know he thought the meaning of christmas is and then as an adult you go back and it's like you're right that's from the bible you know yeah, and they did it, but they weren't too heavy-handed with exactly. it. Exactly. Like, you can teach kids about the Bible without being heavy-handed. I know this is news for some of you. Okay, I'm not going to go there. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know? You can do that. There's just a way you go about doing it. So. 
Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, and, and like we said, if it had not been for, you know, this special, I don't think a lot of specials would have happened. No. So. Um, all right. Now, we have, we're still good on time. Yeah. So, why don't we talk about, um, our, our favorite, like, Christmas memories and stuff that we wanted as a kid but we never oh, got because <laughs> i have one that i always wanted that i, I had tons of stuff that i wanted i was a very um and i you know and i got some of it and i and um well one christmas that really sticks out is um i don't know how old i was i think i was a teenager I, I know i was a teenager but i can't remember how old i was this one year, um, <clears throat> I got sick, and my parents got sick, and I think my sister got sick, too. But anyways, at least three people in my house were sick on Christmas, so we couldn't celebrate. So we had to have what my sister referred to as makeup Christmas on New Year's. Mm -hmm. Like, we opened our presents, but then we all, like, went to bed. <laughs> Like, so we had to have like our family over for like Christmas dinner and everything on New Year's Day because we were sick. And my sister was telling everybody like, yeah, or it either was makeup Christmas or do over Christmas, but she just thought this was the funniest thing. Um, and I remember my sister also liked to talk to telemarketers when they called the house, like instead of just hanging up or whatever, my sister <laughs> could actually talk to them. So my sister was on the phone and told me, she's like, yeah, I was telling the, tel the lady on the phone about do over Christmas. Oh my God. That is great. <laughs> yeah. She was about, Oh, I don't know. 11, 12. Maybe. <laughs> okay. I have to go off topic real quick. Yeah. Um, I'm looking on our on MSN.com, and they, you know, like how they do the where are they now? Yeah. Well, they have Dirty Dancing, and I'm thinking to myself. Oh, oh. right. That was what I wanted to mention. And, and I was thinking to myself, huh, I wonder if they mentioned Patrick Swayze. He's dead. Sorry, I just had that, that thought in my mind. That reminded me I'm of something a, I did want to talk about. I'm a terrible person, I know. Yeah. Um, Actually, you know what? And this might surprise you. I've had that same Christmas. Like you like you just mentioned. Um I was Your family was sick. Yep. I was very little. So I don't remember this, but we talk about this about every year at about this time where we all got sick. Like my sister Mandy and I were the first to get sick. So it, I, it may have been the day or two days before Christmas. And then the next day, everybody else got sick. So we spent Christmas in bed eating soup and, you know, resting and getting better. And then the day after is when we unwrapped our Christmas gifts. So it's actually sort of funny that you mentioned that you had one of those. Yeah. Cause yeah. Um, um, trying to think. Um. Mm. 
I remember, oh, here we go. This is a good story. Um, <clears throat> um, I don't know if anybody that was in fifth grade with me was, is listening to this, but if you are, hello. Um, when I was in school, um, I went to elementary school and middle school um, at a school that was right behind the mall. Not too, you could, in fact, you could just cross the street um, or, and the mall was right there. Well, um, this one particular year when I was in fifth grade, they decided to have a sing at the mall. Oh, boy. And um, so, and I, I absolutely, and as with most um, school pageants, you sang and you sang and you sang and you got so sick of doing it. Um, well, one particular rehearsal, they, ha they told us to take off our shoes before we went to go practice and line them up across along the hallway mm -hmm. well we did and we went and we practiced and we went back to our shoes and we found um they had candy cane in each of our shoes oh well all of our shoes there was this one boy whose name i will not mention <laughs> he got coal he got coal mm -hmm. oh my god Wow, what a cruel joke. I know. What a cruel I joke. The are not nice. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah, yeah. What a... He, he mouthed off a lot, so I'm pretty sure his parents were, like, running... I mean, nowadays, you probably would be running down to the oh, teachers. Oh, my Lord. You know. Oh, okay. that is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That is... Oh, my Lord. That's just... Yeah. Wow. That that just may be the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Nowadays, there probably would be like a viral article bashing the school and there'd be like media. That, oh, my God. You gave my kid cult. But in the 90s, you could get away with stuff. Oh, my God. Um. Okay. Um. Actually, this is good that you're going first because you're bringing back memories that I didn't even think of. Mm -hmm. um, because I was the youngest, um, I had to go to a lot of concerts oh, yeah. for my brother and sisters. And um, at St. Mark's, shout out to St. Mark's, um, they did... And I remember this one particular more than any other, and I don't know why. Um, they had their winter concert at Northwestern High School. Okay. And for those who have never heard of Northwestern High School, it's one of the bigger high schools in, in PG County. And it's also the high school that Jim Henson went to. Oh. Little known fact there. Um, and I, and I just remember, like, I might have been second grade, and I don't remember the music teacher's name, but I just remember he was this big black guy, and, um, he, he, he was a little overweight, not too much overweight, but, and I just remember there were just so many performances, and it just, like, when you're little, you think, oh my god, this is gonna be forever, you know, but I took it like a champ, you know, because 
my sisters were performing. Um, oh, no, 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 they weren't. It was one of them. But, like, and then when you went to high school, you know, went to their performances as well, so. Yeah. Um, but I also remember, and, again, going back to St. Mark's, uh, The Breakfast with Santa. Oh, yeah. I loved going to that every year. I, it was, because it, because it was actually my mom who came up with the idea for this. I think I went every year from maybe the first time they did it till like 2004, 2005. Wow. <laughs> and like, because like, as, as a kid, you know, as a little kid, okay, you're there for some of the games. You're there for the pancake. You're there for the, you know, the cooking. You're there to meet Santa. You're there to get the picture. Um, excuse me a minute. Um, I, I actually have a cold this month. So I apologize to everybody. Um, but as I got older... I helped my mom um, get the Joe Corby's pizzas, and I would help, you know, whoever was there oh, to yeah. pick them up that day, you know, take them to their trucks and their cars. And I remember that. Um, and it was just a really fun time, and, you know, obviously malls do it now more than schools do. Um but that's something that I really enjoyed as a kid and just remember fondly of, you know, very good times. and Yeah. It was just fun. Just fun all around. Oh, yes. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, wow, you now reminded me of two things. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, first one. When I was in ninth grade, I played one of the leads in um, my christmas play at school and the reason i got this part was because um i could talk like a valley girl <laughs> well I, that's a good reason i yeah well because her name is like nixie and she like totally did not know the real meaning of christmas because she had to like volunteer at a nursing home and she like really really hated it and like oh my god so then she's like filled with joy and heartwarming and all this other crap and like Anyway, so... Um, like, I, oh my god, like, if I do not get those new shoes for Christmas, like, I will be so mad at my yeah. parents, like, I will hate them forever. So, I got the part because I could do that voice. It's really funny, because I was at a different school the year before, and I was getting made, and I got made fun of because I did that. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, ah, I'm the only person that can do the voice, I got the part. So Kiss my ass! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but those bitches didn't go to the same school with me, so I couldn't do that, sadly. But if you're listening... Kiss no. my ass! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, so, I got the lead in this play. Or one of the leads. It was like six parts. Um, one, so, as a result, there were three different things that occurred because of this. Mm-hmm. One is that um, I tried out for this part, and another girl tried out for the part. The rule was, if you got it, you we had two performances. We had a performance at school, and we had a performance at a nursing home. Okay. 
if you got the part, the person who didn't get the part was your understudy. And you have the option of saying, <clears throat> I'm going to do both performances or to give the nursing home performance to your understudy. Okay. I thought that if I gave the nursing home performance to the understudy, I wouldn't have to go to the nursing home. Well, I did. The rule, what they failed to tell me was that if you gave your part to the understudy, you were in the course. So I had to still go to the nursing home and watch this girl who did not know what the hell she was doing practically ruined my life. Oh, wow. And it was really embarrassing. And then what was worse is all the other kids who thought this, thought the same thing as me. So they were actually really good at the parts, too. So the understudies who really didn't know mm-hmm. hadn't practiced that much did it, too. So we were performing, like, this really badly done version of the play at this nursing home. And at the end of the play, they said... Oh, good job. You know, we're sorry that, um, you know, they can't applaud. They have arthritis. Oh, no. And I'm like, at which I understood. But, like, the nursing assistants don't have arthritis, too, do they? <laughs> like, they're just standing there. <laughs> and we're like, oh, my God. We <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I, I, you know, I guess you can appreciate honesty because I guess they figured, well, they're a bunch of teenagers. What the hell? Do, you know? Right. <laughs> so, um, all right. That was one thing that happened. Okay. So the day of the school performance, my mother had given me, I had like this big hair. Because, you know, like Jersey girl hair. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> like this big 80s Jersey girl hair. And it got tangled up in the seatbelt when I was getting out of the car. Oh, no. So my mom and my aunt had to get me, like, had to, like, untie it out of the car. And, like, somebody saw me, saw them doing this. They're like, hi, Danielle. Oh, man. And then to top it all off, the play... We did the play the same night Buffy the Vampire Slayer was on. My sister was a huge Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. Had to go straight from school to the play so she didn't have time to set the VCR, go home set the VCR. So she missed Buffy and spent the entire play sitting in the front row glaring at me. (laughs) Because I made her miss Buffy. And she was not happy about it. Has she ever forget? Has she forgiven you for that sense? I'm sure she probably has. I mean, she can watch it. She watched it enough when she was a teenager, so I mean, it's not as right. Saw it again, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm sure she has. If not, she can. There's plenty of places she can go watch it now. But yeah. Um. Okay, I have one. It's it's not really Christmassy, but it. Right around Christmas time. Yeah. Um. So, my sophomore year in high school, I was on the the JV basketball team, and we had a game against the staff. So it's the last day before winter break, and and I remember this vividly. Towards the end of the game, 
um, you know, I was fighting for the ball with one of the teachers. And one of the teachers steps on my hand. And I, I, I mean, it was an accident, but I remember feeling the pain, you know, and I was like, you son of a, you know, <laughs> but I just would not let go of the ball. So, um, then we had a, you know, we had a possession up on the other court. I come back down the court and like I land or like I stop awkwardly, like my foot sort of goes to the side. And, like, it was the worst pain in the world. And I just remember, like, walking so slow as if I was an old man, you know. And, and it was like, I had to make it back up the steps to get to my classroom. Oh, no. So, so I'm the last person out of our locker room which I'm never the last person out of my locker room. And I'm walking, and it's like, ah, ah, ah. And then I had to go two flights of steps. I'm moving so slowly. And then, thankfully, it was a half day. But then the next day... I went to my cousin's house because she was having a Christmas party with, you know, my relatives and yeah. us and my second cousins who were, and I'm going to try and get this right, seven, five, and three, respectively, you know, they wanted to play with me. And I tried the best I could, you Aww. know, with... You know, this bad ankle. Oh, oh my God. It, it was the worst pain in the world. It really was. Oh, no. Um, but, yeah, there was that. Um, and then I think... Okay. I'm going to mention right now the one gift that I always wanted that I never got. Uh-huh. This might surprise you. It might not. Depends on... It probably won't surprise you, Danielle, because of how well you know me. Uh-huh. As a little child, you know how JCPenney would always have their big, like... Oh, yeah. ...book, like Christmas book, they'd send it in the mail in the summer? Right. Well, they had the electronic football game. Mm-hmm. Where you put the little people on... And, you know, they shake and they're buzz and, you know, they move all around. Yeah. I didn't care if, you know, they didn't do anything. I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. And, like, every, I think it was like a three-year period I asked for it and I never got it. And, and I just thought it was, like, the greatest thing in the world, you know. Um, I mean, obviously I've since, you know, gone, you know, past it and not, you know, be like, oh, I need to give you the, you know, but that's, like, the one that I never got, that always. Um, my grandmother, uh, she lives here now, but when I was uh, um, younger, she lived in Massachusetts, 
And this one particular year, she'd come down from Massachusetts for Christmas. And Titanic had been out for about a year. And so she had Titanic. She bought the videotape. Actually, it was in a two-videotape pack Mm -hmm. of Titanic. I had not seen Titanic. I didn't have any desire to go see Titanic. Oh, no. Um, I, I knew how it ended, though, because... At this point, it had gone into pop culture so much that everybody, assumed, you know, assumed everyone had seen it. So they would, you know, mention the ending and whatnot. Right. So my grandmother had bought Titanic and wanted the entire family to sit down and watch Titanic with her. Oh, no. Well, so I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, I watched you know, like, look, Leonardo DiCaprio, why the hell not? Um, but my sister was, my sister was about 10, and my cousin, um, maybe even younger than that, about 10 at the oldest. And so then my cousin Phoebe would have been about five or six, maybe. So, anyways, so. They naturally were very bored with this, you know. Mm-hmm. So two things happened. One of which is my grandmother has a terrible habit of not understanding that people haven't seen the movie, so therefore you're not supposed to talk about it. Right. So my grandmother is saying things like, Oh, yeah, he gets arrested. That's where he is, where the ship goes down, you know. <laughs> but my mom is like... Um, and then my sister and my cousin had gotten so bored, they decided to reenact their own version of Titanic with my new Barbie dolls that I had just gotten for Christmas. And my new Barbie doll bedroom set saying stuff like, yes, Jack slept with Rose's mother. And <laughs> my grandmother's like, no, he didn't. And, um, and they're like, we're just playing. And my sister's like, we're just playing. And the grandma's like, yes, but that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. So, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I don't think I could talk well. This next one, maybe. I'm not so sure. Um, okay, so my my um, my mom's aunt, um, my grandma's sister, she would send us gifts um, every year. And there was this one year where I got a, uh, a hat. For Christmas. And it was a Green Bay Packers hat. Uh-huh. So, what we would do is, you know, we'd write back to them, thanking them for their gifts, you know, that, that we got from them. So, I wrote back in mine, and I was like, thank you for the hat. Oh, even though I'm not a fan of the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> I mentioned in the hat. Or in the, in the letter, I'm not a fan of the Packers. I'm not a fan of the team you got me the hat for. Aww. Oh. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, uh, I Kids do say the darndest things. Really, they really, really do. do. Yeah. One year, my uncle had what was called Christmas grab bag. Okay. Um, generally, my uncle, when it comes to Christmas presents, and I prefer that he do this, is he just gives you a card with the money in it. I prefer that he do this. You're about to, and this is why. So my uncle had Christmas grab bag. It was because he was cleaning out his apartment and had a bunch of stuff he didn't want. Oh, no. So, so you you took something out of the bag. And what you got out of the bag was your purse. I got a Latin book. Hmm. But my, and I was so jealous because my sister's boyfriend at the time got like um, MP3 player speakers, and I was so. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's not even related to us, and he gets a cooler gift. <laughs> like, how the hell, dude? And I tried to trade him, but you know, <laughs> like I'll throw in ten bucks. You throw in ten bucks. I know. Oh, God, you know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that that was a really weird. Now my uncle just gives cash, which I appreciate. There you go. That's what you're supposed to do. Um, I'm trying to think if there are any more that I can think of. Um. Oh my gosh. Because I mean, I'm sure we're gonna have more, you know, in the years to come. Oh yeah. Well. I have one more. And okay. Um, All right. And then I want to get to one more thing. So, so go ahead. Tell. Uh-huh. All right. I was in Girl Scouts. Uh, and I, um, <clears throat> I was in Girl Scouts up until I was 14. And we would, anytime there was an event for, you know, Girl Scouts of Central Maryland and whatnot, mm -hmm. they would invite, you know, our troop would hear about it and we'd go... Well, the older you get, the more weirder it gets because the events are more geared towards brownies and, you know, younger girls. So once you're hitting the teen years, there aren't that many events right. for your age group. I mean, I think this has changed now, but back in the 90s, that wasn't the case. So we went to the Maryland Historical Society's Christmas party. Mm -hmm. um, I was about, I think I had just started high school. And we, there was a Santa, and of course, by this age, you don't believe in Santa, generally. So, of course, you know, all the little kids are, you know, sitting on Santa's lap. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Well, my friends, me and my best friend thought it would be cool if we went and, like, asked Santa to make the boys we liked, like, us back. Mm-hmm. Because that's what you ask for Santa at our age, apparently. And that is exactly... He was real cool about it. I mean... <laughs> but I think, like, one of the mothers was, like, rolling her eyes. And I was... Wow. God, what is the matter with you? What kind of values are you teaching your troop, you know? <laughs> but, because, you know, you... I, we didn't really know what the hell else to do there other than, like, eat... Like, there wasn't really anything for teenagers to do. There were all for little kids. So, yeah. But, that was... <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 
And obviously, like I said, there's going to be many more Christmas stories that we will talk about in the future years to come. Yeah. Because we don't want to give you all in one episode and make you go like, oh, they're not going to mention any good stories, though. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, yeah, because I barely scratched the surface on tweets that I wanted. So oh, yeah. yeah. I'll have that next year. All right. Now, Danielle, uh-huh. I've thought about this. Uh-huh. And I think, because we teased this so much on the last episode, we have uh-huh. to tell the story. Oh, God. We have to do it. I didn't know if we had time. No, we do. We, we okay. Let's see. We're only an hour and eight minutes in. Okay. All right. So we're going to both tell this story. Um, oh and this heart. is a good, this is a good New Year's Eve story. This is, this is maybe a cautionary tale for um, some of you younger Actually. listeners. Okay. Actually, I should start because it started before you had Oh, it did. Okay, then I. Okay, then you tell me when to jump in. Well, first of all, Bill and I, as you know, were know each other since college, and ten uh, years. Ten years, shocking. Um, <laughs> and our friends, uh, us and our friends, we used to get together every New Year's Eve. We'd have a party, and then we, you know, go to the diner for breakfast yep, the next morning. Right. And we would alternate, you know, who's place we do this at or whatever so <clears throat> this one particular year a friend of ours had this party at her apartment and who shall not be named right she shall not be named. and in the past it used to be just us and our little close circle of friends that we went to school with but as the years progressed it sort of grew to include other friends of friends and so on and so forth this was one of those times. And so because this was at her apartment, she had invited a bunch of her other friends that she named from various people. And two of the people and a group of people that she invited were these two guys um, who were like still, I'd say about 18 or 19 at the time. And we were in our early, I think I was like 21, 22. Yeah, I was 22. You were tw- Okay, so I was 22. All right. So these two boys were 18 and 19. They bought a friend of theirs who was also about 18 or 19. Well, this friend of ours, like, you know, likes to drink, which, you know, as people do on New Year's. And she had alcohol, a lot of alcohol Mm. at her house. Mm -hmm. And this 18-year-old girl had, had, you know, because when you're a teenager and you're at a party, there's alcohol. 18-year-old girl, before the party had even started, was already drunk because Um, she had had all this food. Oh, no. And um, so that was part of it. Then the other part of it, this was probably like the craziest drunken party because everybody by like, except for me and Bill and one of our other friends. A couple others were not drunk. Were like drunk by like 10.30. (laughs) At this party. Well, um, this girl was so drunk, and they couldn't call her parents to come get her because then you'd have to say, "Well, we gave your eight, your underage daughter 
alcohol. <laughs> so they called her boyfriend. What they didn't know was that her boyfriend was like, oh, well, there's no way to, elo- how do I put this eloquently? I don't think they're. Pothead. Yeah. So, or a stoner, as you would. So he as already came over. So they thought, oh, well, we'll call her boyfriend. He'll come and get her. He got drunk too. So about 10 minutes into him being there, she was in the bathroom throwing up. The bathroom is in my friend's master bedroom, which is across the um, across from the walk-in closet. Mm-hmm. She's in the bathroom. They told her, you know, your boyfriend's here. So she's in the bathroom yelling for her boyfriend. And he's crawling around the walk-in closet because he's out of his mind thinking that's the bathroom. And they're both like, where are you? Hmm. Where are you? And, oh. and this is all before I get there? No, no, no. Oh, right. Sorry. The part where she's, where he's there, you were already there, but that was... Okay. So anyways, you go on ahead. Okay. So <laughs> I'm just going to say this off the bat. My 2007 sucked ass. Like... Oh, yeah, that that was that year. I was so glad when that year was over. I was like, <laughs> F this year, you know. So, but I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to depress you people. Um, so, yeah, Danielle is right. There were people who were drunk. Um, now, I do remember... The, 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 the girl. Because what I remember was that at one point she was in our fr- in our friend's room and she's sitting down like her knees are right next to her chest and she's crying. And it just gets very weird. It really does. So then, you know, what Danielle mentioned is true. You know, she did go to the bathroom. She threw up her boyfriend, who I think was much older. Yeah, he was like 21. Yeah, oh, really? I, You're being very generous. I would have gone a little bit more. I, I don't know. He said he was, then again, who knows? Right. <laughs> so, you know, then, you know, it's past midnight. We celebrate, blah, blah, blah. And then... We're trying to get to sleep. And I mean, we're trying to get to sleep. People would not shut up. (laughs) This went on and on and on and on for near two hours. Yeah. I did not get to sleep until 3.30 in the morning. Because in addition to um, that girl... Other people came. There was a girl... Actually, there was one couple that was fighting. They were drunk. They were fighting. Um, And the guy threw a trash can. Oh, my God. Then there was another girl. Um, I, I had met this girl at the party previously, and I knew she was out there before... Um, she went to high school with a friend of ours. Mm-hmm. She could have. She came to the party because um she had to work that night, so she had come in late. And she had a bit of a reputation for being 
getting kind of out of control when she's drunk. Right. And she was dating this guy who I guess was a little more straight-laced than she was. And he had been out of town with his relatives for Christmas. So she's on the phone telling him, no, I'm not going to, you know, I'm okay. I'm going to be fine. Whatever. She had just gotten there. Mm -hmm. So she disappears with this guy and a bottle of Grey Goose goes outside, comes back 15 minutes later with an empty bottle of Grey Goose, like nearly stumbles into the, um, my friend has a sliding glass door and there's like a little step and like stumbles over the step and, um, and is on the phone, like slurring her words or whipping like, I'm not drunk. Jerry, you can ask him. Hmm. Tell him I'm not drunk. And, oh, and this is like Bill said, this is like one, two o'clock in the morning. I'm not drunk. So, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like to the point where I'm almost about to swear. And yeah. and I was going to say something that I'm glad I didn't say now. <laughs> so, so finally, there's peace and quiet at 3.30 in the morning. I don't get up till 7.30. So I only get four hours of sleep. I am I am sleeping on the hard floor near the door um and the guy's or the girl's boyfriend is in the kitchen he has this cigar this this cigar um and he's trying to light it with the stove I'm not kidding He's he's trying to get this cigar lid on the stove. And we start talking. I don't even remember what we're talking about. And he's like, no, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then he gets on the phone, and then he's talking to somebody, and he's like, yo, I'm good, I'm, I'm with good peeps right now, I'm with good people right now. Uh, yeah, I'll be down in Carolina later today. Because cause he was supposed to go to, like, North Carolina. Like, that day. And, you know, like, he's talking and on the phone. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm with good people. Yeah, I'm with good people. And, and it's just, oh, my God. I And, like... I don't remember, like, when I left, but when I left, it was just, oh, my God, my back hurts. And then also, it's like, oh, I'm glad this night is over. I got the hell out of there. Because um, generally, like I said, in the past, it was just us, and we would, like, get together, and we'd play board games, and we'd eat. We're a very boring group of people. Um, we we, you know, it's like really low key. So I had bought my board games, like thinking, oh yeah, hey, we're just going to get together and, you know, play games like we normally did. Not that we're going to be drunk. There's, you know, everybody's going to be drunk off their ass and whatnot. So, so I was ready to get out of there because like, 
I barely knew most of the, because the people that I did know actually didn't stay over. So all these people who were, most of these people who are like passed out in the living room, I don't know. So I called my mom. I, I'm, because I didn't drive. Mm-hmm. And I called my mom. So my mom, so my mom comes, drives to my friend's apartment, comes get me. I'm, as soon as my mother says I'm out there I bolted out of that door so fast <laughs> and Bill's running after me because I forgot my board games and he's like leaving the board games <laughs> so I had to go back and get my board games but I was like so ready to go like usually when I'm at my friend's houses I don't want to go home but that was one of those times where I'm like I just want to get out of here out of here but um one of the upsides of that night, though, is that um, Domino's... I don't know if Domino's still Yes, has, I remember this. Yeah, I don't know if Domino's still has this deal, but Domino's had a deal at the time where if it's not... The pizza's not there in 30 minutes or less, you get it free. And because it was New Year's Eve and they were backed up... They were really backed up. I do remember like, that. We didn't get... I think we ordered the pizza at, like, 9.30 and didn't get it till like, 15 minutes before the ball dropped. So... Got free pizza. Yeah, we did. And uh, so that was like one highlight of the evening. Was that we got free pizza. We didn't have to worry about dividing up the cost of pizza between like a group of moderately drunk people. And yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that oh. that was pretty crazy. <laughs> I, I I will say though, um, it took me a long time. Before I went back, you know, to to that person's party. Really? Mm-hmm. Because I, I, it really was, like, the wildest night of my life, you they, know? Yeah. They have had a crazy party since that I was at, but it wasn't that bad because there weren't nearly as many people. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> um, yeah, that was... Uh, yeah kind of weird <laughs> but that was i just was like yeah you know i'm not but since then you know i think the parties have gotten pretty low-key like more we, relaxed yeah i mean well we did have some crazy you know we did do some crazy stuff before this it's just not on that level <laughs> like i mean like we're playing like truth or dare and mm-hmm know, crazy stuff like that but uh <laughs> but, yeah. but that's another <laughs> but i mean but yeah no no it wasn't like to the point where i'm like ready to like run out um up there so <laughs> yeah yeah that was a uh... <laughs> um but yeah we can talk about our other new year's parties on the next show. Yeah, which are relatively tame compared to this. Oh my god, yes. Like, <laughs> like, the ones that we've had, like, the ones that we'll talk about next month, they're like parties at Sesame Street compared to... Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about that next month. Most of our parties in college, yeah. In Most college? Of our parties in college are- yeah, there wasn't any fighting. There really wasn't much drinking. I mean, there was fighting, but, like, not, it wasn't 
not that much. Of, like, beating each other up. Right, it was more verbal. Yeah, so... And oh, and I'll tell one next month that I'm sure you will remember, so... Uh-huh. So I'll, I'll, I'll tell that one next month. Oh, God. Uh, uh, yeah. Maybe... Uh, I'm... You probably will remember once I get into it. Oh, yeah. I know I'll remember it. But, yeah, we we had some good times. We don't do this anymore, though, and <laughs> either... We got older, some have older, kids, married. Yeah, you know, it happens. You know, <laughs> the boring stuff about being an adult. Well, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, now it is time for our... Movies and albums of the month, and I, I think you. Wait a minute, who started it last month? Was it you or me? Oh, I cannot remember. I no. want to say it was me. I, cause, cause, oh yeah, it was me because you hadn't picked an album. Right, and I picked one randomly from my room. Right, right, so you start with the movie, your movie for December, and oh, and real quick before before you get into it. Yeah. What I'm going to do in our Facebook group during our time between this recording and whenever we're going to record next month mm-hmm. is I'm going to post all of our movies that we picked from 2015 that you know we picked in the recordings yeah. and the album so that way you guys can buy the albums. Mm-hmm. So... You know, just to, to help everybody out. Alright, so Danielle, your movie for the month of December. Okay. Well, um, there have been several articles about this movie recently. Um, there have been a lot of them bashing it, actually, because whatever. But I don't care, because I love love, actually. Mm. It, it, um, it's a it's a really good movie. Um, it it start it sort of, in my opinion at least, kickstarted the whole um, romantic comedy anthology kind of trend of throwing a bunch of celebrities in a romantic comedy and having a bunch of intertwining storylines set around the holiday. Mm-hmm. I think I, I I like to think Love Actually, and there probably are other movies that did this before, but Love Actually is probably the one that. Um, I remember doing it for Christmas and unlike the ones like Valentine's Day and New Year's Eve, it's, um, it's England, it's in London. So a lot of the actors are English actors, um, some from the Harry Potter movies, um, there's Hugh Grant. In fact, when I first saw it, Hugh Grant was probably the only person there I'd heard of. Yeah, he's like the star of the movie. Yeah, Hugh Grant. Um, but it, it's a really good movie. It might take you a while, a couple of watches to see how they're all connected. Cause there's like a few of them are like little slight, um, hints as to how they're all connected. But even if you're not, if you're not paying attention to how they're all connected, each storyline on their own, on its own kind of stands as, um, well. And, um, and unlike, and it's different kinds of love, you know, it's not just romantic love, there's family, there's friendship, it's different aspects, each, you know, different outcomes, it's not all, like, 
wrapped up in a big shiny bow or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So it's a really good movie. It, it might be, it is a bit long. It is two hours. So, you know, set aside some time to watch it. But I, I really enjoy it. And I watched every year. And um, in fact, I watched it this year in the summer because I was at a friend's house and we were trying to find a movie to watch. And I'm like, well, it's free on Amazon Prime. So what the hell? Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Because, yeah, love actually. Um, my movie for the month of December, and I, and I had to think about this one, um, and I just decided, you know what, it's our Christmas show, I'm just gonna pick a Christmas movie that I like, and it's one that I feel a little bit bad about, because it is a good, like, comedy Christmas movie, but I don't get to watch it as much. Although there there are some funny stuff in the movie, it's really really good. And the movie that I'm talking about is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, yeah. uh, this is the first one that I the first of like the National Lampoon movies that I ever saw, mm-hmm. and it's just really really funny there's so many good moments and skits and um it's just a really good funny movie um i i think holiday road is this the one where holiday road is like used for the first time no that's the first one okay all right um but it's very good there's a very good story good telling um and it's a definite watch. You know, I recommend, you know, everybody go out of your way to watch this movie. It is just really funny. Every year I try to get it at the library to watch it. And every year the Holtz queue is backed up. Right now we got 11 holds. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it's... <laughs> so if you can't get it, go see if it's on television. <laughs> It probably is. It probably, probably is. is. Great. Yeah. Um. All right. For my album of the month, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna go a little bit different, and I'm actually gonna recommend um an out al- probably my favorite album from this band, and this band I don't think gets as much attention as they should. I think they should get a lot more these days, Uh especially when we're talking about, oh, you know, these bands are coming back, you know, and they're more popular now than they ever were 20, 30 years ago. So the album that I am referencing as soon as I get this up is The Scorpions and Blackout. Um, now this is before they did Rocky Like a Hurricane. This is a couple years before they did that song. Um, but it's a very good album from beginning to end. Uh, obviously with the title track, Blackout, um, the, the big, the other big song from that album is no one like you? Hmm. 
um, and, and there's a music video. The music video is just weird, um, in a, in a way. Although you get the point, but it's like you sort of don't want to see the lead singer of the Scorpions in his underwear sleeping in a bed, you know? Yeah. Um, but there are some really good songs on this album, and I'm and I am trying to get this up. It's just either Amazon is being a little slow, or my computer is. It could be a combination of both. Um, hold on, I, it it is coming. Mm -hmm. There, there we go. Let's go, Okay, so. Um, come on. Um, okay, so yeah, it, it has Blackout, No One Like You, um, there's also Can't Live Without You, You Give Me All I Need, Dynamite, Arizona, and then probably one of the best openings to a song ever, uh, China White. Just... You gotta hear the, that song for the opening, and then for the guitar solo mm -hmm. in it. And I didn't know this till maybe a year or two ago. Mm -hmm. But the guitarist in this at the time of the in the Scorpions, and I and I can't remember his name, so I do apologize for that. He did two different guitar solos on this song. And he liked them both so much that if you lived in the U.S., you got one version of the guitar solos that he liked. If you lived in another part of the world, you got the other guitar solo. So that's how much he liked both of them. He put one on one... Um, you know, in one part of the world, and you put the other one in another part of the world. If you look it up on YouTube, you can find both of them. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, the final song on the album, just a very good song, When the Smoke is Going Down. Such a very, very good song. Um, how the Scorpions are not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is just a disgrace. It is a shame this is their best album, in my opinion. And, it, it, I mean, yes, you know, Rocky Like a Hurricane is their biggest song, or you could say Winds of Change is their biggest song, but this is their best album by far. Hmm. Plus, the album cover is really cool. You got a guy with, like, bent forks in his eyes. The cover's really cool. Oh, so. my. Yeah. That's quite graphic. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> well, mine is a totally different end of the spectrum, like always. Um, hey, now, hold I, on. Now, hold on a minute. I take offense to that. So, we've had... I've put in some different... Oh, yeah, no, no. I'm saying from what you pick, it's oh. like mine is... How dare you? No, go ahead. Okay. I kept with the Christmas theme... <laughs> And um, I picked um, this one's 
this album is um, over 50 years old. <laughs> and it's called A Christmas Gift for You from Phil Spector. Yeah. Um, Phil Spector, I'm not sure if a lot of you are familiar with him. Well, I'm sure you are, but in the... Uh, for the wrong reasons. But, and yeah, he's done some shady stuff. Um, but in the 60s, he was a musical producer. And um, he was known for the Wall of Sound. And it's kind of hard to describe exactly what the Wall of Sound is. But if you, like, heard it, you would know. Like, it just, it's like all this. And I guess it doesn't seem as odd now to have, like, what sounds like a bunch of music and, um, all kind of playing around mm -hmm. you like this big wall but in the um 60s it was a pretty big deal that he did you know wall sound so um he kind of had this sort of trademark thing going and a lot of the songs on this album you've probably heard before in movies or in advertisements because they're probably the most commonly known versions of some of these songs and um but anyways, Phil Spector, he was a record producer, and he had a lot of um, musical groups on his label that were, you know, really popular in the 60s, like the Ronettes. Um, his wife was lead singer of the Ronettes. Um, they, he had the Crystals. He had... Um, but um, one of the other artists he had was Darlene Love. Darlene Love sang that song, Christmas, the church bells are down, Christmas... Okay. Sounds really horrible, but uh, it's okay. But um, Darlene, if you heard this song, you would know this song. It, Christmas, please come home. Um, in fact, her version was so popular that almost every year, for like I think at least it must have been about twenty years, David Letterman had her on the show to sing it. Oh wow. Like, and he said that's his favorite thing about the holiday season was her coming on this show to sing her song. Aww. The one year, he didn't do it one year because of the writer's strike, but mm -hmm. um, she um, did this song. And there's also um, the Ronettes version of Frosty the Snowman. Um, her um, Winter Wonderland, I'm sure you've heard. I, you know, yeah, I think I've heard that one. That version of Winter Wonderland, um, the Ronettes version of Sleigh Ride, uh, you know, Sleigh Bells Jingling, Ting Ting Tingling. That, um, their version of the Crystal Santa Claus is coming to town. Um, there's another, what's the, um, Marshmallow World, which you, yeah, it's been used in commercials. Oh, as, god, as, yeah, like yeah. I, I saw it today at work for yeah. uh, cell phones. I have a friend who absolutely hates that song because she works retail and hears it about 50 times a day. <laughs> but, um... Yeah. So, um, it's a really, really good album. Um, it's 50 years old. And if you don't like 60s kind of, um, pop and stuff, yeah, you probably won't like it because it's sort of of that era. Like, you can tell this was the, um, early 1960s and mm -hmm. it's pop and it's kind of you know, um, for, but it still, I think, is a very good album. Um, 
And it was included on the list of 1,001 albums you must hear before you die, so... No, there you go. Can't be too bad. <laughs> I, I, I wonder if Scorpion's Blackout is on that list. I doubt it. Yeah, well... It should be. I'm, I'm looking on the list right now. We could talk about this next show. Yeah, but, um, that would be an interesting one, because, you know, like... I've always seen the books, like, you know, 1,001 movies you must see before you die. A thousand, yeah. you know... And I've well, never these bought lists them. are published every year. Yeah. Um, and I don't. It doesn't mention. Um, oh, apparently this one made the list in 2010. So okay, fairly recent enough. Which one? The um this album that you the mentioned. Christmas album that I mentioned. Oh, cool. Okay. 2010. So, um, they, you know, revise it every year. So right. It's, it's very interesting. So, yeah. All right. All right. Well, uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for this show for this year, actually. Um, next, you usually, like, we don't have anything planned for, you know, unless it's a specific, like, holiday, like, obviously Christmas here this month and, like, Thanksgiving and Halloween before that. Um... Actually, you know, one thing I will will probably talk about next month because um, this will be announced tomorrow, and we we won't have a chance to talk about it here today. But they're going to announce the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class of 2016 tomorrow, uh, December 17th. So we'll probably talk about that next month. And I swear to God, if Deep Purple does not get in this year, you are going to hear a very upset man next month. <laughs> I swear to God. It will be a wicked pizza of a show. <laughs> um, oh, we'll also talk about the uh, other parties that we've had. And so, yeah. we'll, so we'll talk about that next month. Um, so... That's it. That that's it for this show for the month and for 2015. Um, I just want to say thanks to everybody for, you know, listening to this show. Um, obviously this is a different type of podcast that you guys listen to from that wrestling show or the Scorecard podcast. Um, and, and we really do appreciate when you guys listen to it because it, you know, the more listeners that we get, it's the more, you know, Hey, people know about this. So, mm -hmm. so we really do, um, appreciate that. And we also have to thank Danielle because, because no, and it's true because when the idea came up at the beginning of this year, to do this show. Danielle was the first one to jump on board. And she's been with, you know, the show ever since. And, and yes, we've spent, you know, we've sacrificed, you know, days, you know, to do this. Like, today we're doing it on a Wednesday, so we're both doing it on a work night, but we really don't care. Mm -hmm. um, but... You know, and, and I really mean it, Daniel. I, I really thank you for doing this um, because, you know, there are some shows that 
it's hard to do with one person. It has to be more than one. I really appreciate you giving me the chance to do this. And, and, and let's go back real quick. The very first show you did, you were so scared. You were oh so nervous. <laughs> now you're like a seasoned veteran. Oh, my God. I'm not sure I would say that. I'm, you're getting there. I'm getting, yeah. You're getting there. I'm getting there. This is my first, this is the only podcast I've ever done. I Well, you, well, as a, as a regular, yeah. I've never. You've been a guest on another one, but as a regular. I, I was a guest on that one after I did this, though. So right. I had never. I had done a few things on YouTube before, and I totally messed those up. But um, I've never, you know, done this where I have like a weekly show. I'm not weekly, a monthly. Well, this show. yeah, this is a monthly show. And it's so weird to like hear my voice. <laughs> but it's so fun though. That's yeah, the it best is. Part. Oh, and thank you to everybody that listened to me or that's still listening to me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, hope you all, no matter what holiday it is, if it's Hanukkah, hope you had a very good Hanukkah. I think it is over by now. Uh, everybody have a very Merry Christmas. For those of you who celebrate Kwanzaa, have a very happy Kwanzaa. Have a safe holiday season. Have a safe New Year's. And join us in 2016. More stories, more fun, more nostalgic news right here on Nostalgic Crew. So long and have a happy holiday season.